From COK Studios in Diane Reem's Root Cellar, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Melissa Reynolds. On today's show, we'll consider the ongoing feud over the Mueller report between Democrats and the Trump administration. We'll also consider some new cookbooks in our book look series with Lynn Ruffle. And we'll consider if Weight Watchers is right for Asgardian princes. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Clenching to Exhale, a new drama from Focus Features about the troubling times we live in today. Clenching to Exhale, starring Amy Adams, Jessica Chastain, and Diane Weiss. And The Nature Complacency, a global environmental nonprofit sort of attempting to kind of create a world where people in nature can thrive, but it probably won't work, so why bother? Visit nature.org for more information. Or don't. We couldn't care less. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Alyssa Reynolds. Both Dinah Jones-Mallow and Cordell Nutbrock are off this week, so we're thrilled to give our senior gossip reporter and popular teenage girl, Melissa Reynolds, a chance to co-host this week. Uh, thanks, Connor. I'm totes excited about it. Jerry Nalder, chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, threatened on Sunday to subpoena Attorney General William Barr if Barr refuses to testify this week about special counsel Robert Mueller's report. Mr. Barr and Democrats are at loggerheads over the Democrats' proposed format for questioning him, and now the much-anticipated hearing is in doubt. Democrats remain deeply divided over whether to pursue impeachment of President Trump based on the findings of the Mueller report. Party leaders do seem to agree that they should use the hearings to build a case on live television and see where it takes them. Mr. Barr's testimony is part of that plan. Joining us to talk about the next step in this super annoying Mueller report junk is White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. I'm always happy to set the disgusting libtard media straight. Ugh. Gross. Um, if the president is so innocent, why are people in his administration being so uncooperative to the Democrats? Uncooperative? That's just not true. We are only telling anyone who's been subpoenaed to completely ignore it and not say anything that could potentially hurt the president in any way. I don't know how you could call that uncooperative. Um, that's basically the definition. The Democrats just can't give up on this political smear job. It's really awful how unfair they're being considering that the M-word report completely exonerated the president, said he was amazing, and even called him a better leader than Gandhi, FDR, and Alexander the Great combined. Um, it, it never said that. Yes, it did. No way. Yes way. You must have just missed it. Typical liberal media. Um, Actually, I read the entire report for a school project, and there was nothing even close to that in there. It was in some of the redacted parts. Trust me, it was in there. I still don't get why you're fighting so hard if the president is innocent. I mean, Robert Mueller... Uh, don't say his name. Who? Robert Mueller? No, uh, we don't use that name. We just say the M-word or he who must not be named. That's super weird. There's nothing wrong with saying Mueller. Stop it. Mueller, Mueller, oh, Mueller. Stop it. Mueller, oh, Mueller, I hate Mueller. you. Oh, stupid public radio. That was White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders.
You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to the written word. Our resident librarian, Lynn Ruffle, is back with us today for a very special cookbook edition of our book look series. Lynn, we've never discussed cookbooks on the show, have we? No, we haven't, Connor, but I'm very excited about it. Me too. Now, a little bird told me that you've even written a cookbook of your own. I have, but I shouldn't take up time talking about it. Oh, it's okay. I'd love to hear about it. No, no, I couldn't. Lynn, it's really fun. If you've loved all seven volumes of the Red Sunset Saga, and who are we kidding? Of course you did. Then you'll be simply salivating for the official Red Sunset cookbook. All of the recipes you love from the most sensual vampire series ever written. Wow, that's quite a blurb. I didn't know you were much of a cook, Lynn. Well, I'm not. But a very good friend of mine put me in contact with a chef that helped create amazing dishes based on my books. He's here with me today. I can see that. I can also see that it's old friend of the show, Ricky the Rascal, whom we profiled when we looked into the snacks he provided to the biker gang, the Sons of Purgatory. That's right. But I've given all that up. And instead of making num-nums for burly, sweaty bikers, I'm serving up artisanal flavors of my James Beard award-winning restaurant, Rascal & Co. Ricky was just a joy to work with. He took some of the dishes I mentioned in my book and made them a reality. He also created some amazing vampire-themed items that are really yummy. I've been wanting to do a cookbook for a while. Ever since my homemade goat yogurt and clover honey parfaits were such a hit with my gang at Sturgis in 2013. I'm also really into books about sexy vampires. That was a good partnership with Lynn. All right, well, give us an idea of what kinds of recipes are in the book. Well, there's all kinds. You know me. I like to make sure that all the ingredients are fresh and organic. So we have a lot of salads, fish, and lean proteins in the book. Vampires, apart from drinking blood, are very health conscious. None of my characters are obese, so we made sure to come up with recipes that reflected the diet of sexy undead men and the women who gently caress their washboard abs and insanely tight buttocks. But we do have some sweets in the book, too. You'd be surprised at how many chapters in Lynn's books have people eating whipped cream and other desserts off of each other. It's honestly a little off-putting. Oh, you mean exciting. What kinds of sweets? There's a really dark chocolate cake, and it's gluten-free, so that's a plus. Did you know that in addition to garlic, vampires have a strong aversion to gluten? I did not know that. I have celiac myself, so I appreciate a nice, moist, gluten-free cake. Oh, that's too bad. I don't need your pity, jerkweed. Sorry. There's also recipes for three, count them, three different kinds of body chocolate. Three kinds? I thought it was too, too many, but Lynn insisted. Uh-huh. But don't worry. There's no high fructose corn syrup in any of them. Well, that's good. Yeah, you bet your sweet ass it is. We've actually spent the entire segment talking about your cookbook instead of the ones you were here to review and recommend, Lynn. Oh, no. I'm so sorry, Connor. But if I'm being honest, none of the other ones I read had a blood lettuce and tomato sandwich with white bean hummus or an undead frittata with the Dahlia onion chutney. So what I'm saying is the barefoot Contessa better up her game. Fair enough. Hopefully we'll get to hear your reviews next time, Lynn. I just want to clarify, Ina Garten is my hero, and I personally would never disrespect her like that. Lynn, Ricky, thanks for coming by. You're welcome, Connor. To buy Lynn and Ricky's book, The Red Sunset Cookbook, visit rufflebookworks.com. I have a cold.
Now it's time for this week's Big Little Wins. Kudos to Jerry Thomas in Nashville, who actually remembered to write down the measurements of his furnace filter before he went to Home Depot this weekend. You haven't changed that filter in two years because you couldn't ever remember the dimensions. So even though you definitely should have replaced that disgusting old filter long ago, this still counts as a Big Little Win. And congrats to my friend Katrina, who finally got a date with that cute boy from the gelato place. He's totally been staring at her for like weeks whenever we go in there after school, and Katrina was all scared to ask him out, even though he was totally into her, because he kept giving her an extra scoop of salted caramel like three times. I mean, I never got an extra scoop of anything, but whatever. He's like super cute. Like he kind of has a Ryan Reynolds thing going on. Or wait, is it Gosling? Which is the one in the notebook? Gosling. Oh, right. Anyway, he's a hottie, and they're going out on Thursday for poke bowls. It's, it's a totes big little win. If you have a win that you'd like to share with us, post it on our Facebook page or send us a tweet. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, you can visit our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more news and stories. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us for breaking news on Twitter, at ConsiderOurKnow. To subscribe to the podcast, you can do it at iTunes or at Stitcher Radio at Stitcher.com. The COK team includes Emily Clausen, Jeremiah Knight, Hobart Willis, Natalie Thorpe, Marianne Wetzel, and Spencer Cannon. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. That, uh, what? <laughs> that was good. No, okay. okay. That okay, was... Keep my voice that low. <laughs> All right. That. W- God, stop talking. <laughs> Let her do her line. But he needs to go potty. <laughs>